Yes, people, it is day two of the BFI Flair Festival, and we are continuing with the happiness, people. Hey, we got another couple of films for you, people, so sit back and enjoy. Okay, people, so big news for the BFI Flair London LGBTIQ Plus Film Festival, right? So, um, they're doing the screen talks. Yes, they are doing the screens talk series for this festival. And, um, film and television actor Russell Tovey will be part of it. Yeah. And as part of BFI Flair's The Maker series, conversations with award winning filmmaker, journalist, and author David France, you know, and writer producer Jay Garano Acaporta, you know, some all of the special events will be available for free for audience to access wherever in the world you are, right? And you can do it via the BFI YouTube, the Facebook channels, you know, it is all there for you, right? So, um, yeah, this 12-day event, which brings the best new LGBTIQ plus cinema from around the world via BFI Player to UK-wide audiences, will also feature discussions with the directors and BFI BFI Flair programmers for the films Well-Rounded and Rebel Dykes. Both screaming at the festival, um, BFI Film Academy will also return with events for young creatives and the BFI Flair community can indulge in their love of trivia and the music as the popular Big Gay Film Quiz is back. And the BFI Flair FM will keep everyone moving to the beats of their favourite BFI Flair dance party DJs over on the BFI Spotify page. <laughs> so, um, yeah, tickets for the features can be purchased via the BFI Flair website. Right, so um, there is a lot people there is a lot to talk about so with the screen talks russell tovey will be um he's will be up on friday the 26th of march at 7 p.m right um now with the makers you have um the joy Guerrero Acaporta, that will be taking place on Tuesday, the 23rd of March at 6pm. David France will be Wednesday, the 24th at 6pm. And um, then we have some events, right? So there's the well-rounded A Conversation. So that... 
That will be happening on Saturday the 20th of March at 2pm, right? And um, you can hear from uh, assistant programmer Tara Brown, who is joined by Shana Mara um, and Candy Palamata, along with Lydia Okelelo. Right, so um, also you have a Dr. Charlotte Cooper, um, yeah, and uh, Grace Barber Plenty. Right, so um, that should be pretty interesting. Now, on um, the Sunday, the 21st at 2 p.m., there is Rebel Dykes. A conversation, right? So, um, yeah, you will be able to hear from the co-directors Harry Shanahan and Shion Williams, along with Atalanta Kernick, uh, plus the um, programmer Jay Bernard and Tara Brown. So another. Very good, interesting thing to um yeah be down with. So the uh, BFI Academy events. So um, beyond coming of age, right? So that takes place at twelve p.m. on Saturday, the twentieth of March. Right, it's going to be a a Zoom event, which you you know will have to book for via. Even Bright, Event Bright. Uh, the panelists will be Thomas Wilson White, the director of the fantastic The Greenhouse. You also get um, Thanasis uh, Tissipins, who directed Escaping the Fragile Planet. We got Noza Eke, who um, who is um, part of the alumni class from 2018 and Matthew Jacobs Morgan who um, is also from the 2018 alumni class right so you have that Um, then later on that same day at 3pm you've got family values right so this will be a conversation with Alexa Bacconi and Michelle Antonides. Again, that's going to be a Zoom conversation, right? So um, I make sure you get your tickets for that, people, right? So um, Bacconi um, directed Colors of Toby, and um, Antonides is the producer of Sweetheart. So, yeah. Right, so if you're a quiz fan, the Big Gay Film Quiz will be taking place on Monday the 22nd of March at 7pm. And um, it looks like that will be on the um, Facebook page. So, a lot, a lot to look forward to, people. So, make sure you mark those dates down and enjoy. Okay, people, so 
now we've got the information out. I hope you, you know, saved all those dates to your calendar. Let's get into the films. It's always interesting when you get a film that is actually based on a real story. You know, because you watch it and you, you know, you think, all right, could this have happened? Is this believable? You know, I wonder what they changed. You know, how compelling is it? Like, sometimes you're just shocked that this actually happened? You know what I mean? Um, And one of those films is Firebird. Right, this is the new film, and the feature debut, actually, from Pieter Riban. Okay, so... um, yeah, he, he directed the film, he wrote, co-wrote the film with Tom Pryor, who is one of the stars of the feature, yeah, uh, so, um, they both also produced the film, along with Mauro Durant, uh, Michael Elderstein, Will Randall Gruff, Prilit Raban, uh, Peter's brother, Christy Rim, uh, Brigitte Rosenbrick, and Dankuro Shirma. The music is from uh, Christoph A. Jangzak, and the cinematography is Amayat. Mekavivi. Okay, so our cast. Well, we have Sergei, played by Tom Priya. Um, Louisa, his childhood best friend. Uh, Diana Puzakaska. Um, we then have. Um, Hmm. Oh God. We have his friend, um, Volodja, who's played by Jake Henderson. Um, we've got Roman, who is played by Oleg Zagadorny. Um, Olga, who's played by Hennessy Schmidt. There's a lot of other people. There's a lot of names I really cannot pronounce. But yes, it is a good cast. A good cast. Right, so... The gist of the film is this. Sergei first encounters ace pilot Roman during his basic training. His childhood friend Louisa, now a secretary to the base commander, also falls for the charms of the dashing officer. Homosexuality is illegal in the Soviet Air Force, and some senior officers are suspicious of Sergei and Roman. At the same time, relations between the Soviet Union and the West are reaching boiling point and the threat of a catastrophic conflict suddenly feels all too real. Now, the interesting thing is, as I said, look, this is based on a true story. 
it's based on a true story and actually um peter raban he grew up right by the airbase where this all happened yeah so it is um kind of ink loosely around the the memoir of russian actor sergey fetisov right um so his memoir is called the story of roman right and um yeah it's their story yeah i have to say this film it looks very good you know, it is it it's shot very well. There's you know, cinematography, you do feel like you are in Estonia. You know what I mean? It does feel very Baltic. Right? The just the bunks and everything on the base. Yeah, it's it's not lavish. <laughs> you know, it, it does not seem fun. Right, so but we open up and we've got water you know and we've got um boys swimming right we've got a, a boy swimming like diving in and then this other boy is kind of i don't know like drifting away right it, it's a weird little kind of vision i would say All right so you know and as the boy's sinking the other one's kind of trying to reach him. But then we have them, you know, it is an, it's a slick little transition though, because we go from this kind of vision, it would seem, you know, and then we have the boy in the vision, you know, he swims to come out of the water. And as he bursts out of the water, we now are at present day. We're at present day and we have you know, these three friends swimming. Three friends swimming, right? And, um, yeah, they're, they're trying to avoid being caught by the, um, you know, the army officers and whatnot. So that's how we start, you know. So we understand, right, okay, this is a tight group of friends. You know, they're on this army base. What is going to happen? So, you know, they're all hanging out, like, if the, um, the other guy, um, you know, ugh, the name, the name, Volaja, Volaja, get down, so difficult, some of these names, people, but, um, yeah, basically, right, he's got a girlfriend, you know, he, he's seeing a girl called Olga, I believe, and he's trying to, you know, he's trying to get um, Sergey, right, sorted out, right? He's trying to convince Sergey to either ask Louisa out or, um, you know, maybe find someone else. But, like, what are you doing? You know, and we see, like, um, Sergey and Louisa. Yeah, you know, working together and very tight and all of this, right? And it's all leading up to Sergei finishing his his time in the army. It's coming to an end. 
like he's officer what is, you know he's trying to get his commander's trying to get him to stay on but Sergei doesn't want to right he has aspirations of being an actor it was a childhood dream right and then a new officer comes along the pilot roman right and they've kind of um assigned sergey to b's driver to usher him around as it were so we we have this and you know there's like these, these tentative little moments and all of that right and you're just like oh where is this leading? I mean, I, you, you do kind of know where it's leading, right? It is, because I would say, like, for that, the story is predictable. Like, you you, you know what's going to happen, right? And I, I feel that there are moments and stuff is look it, it's based on a true story right and i feel that the consequences of actions like this is a big thing you know it's not like anyone doesn't know <laughs> you know it's like russia wasn't really one to um shy away from repercussions and all of that so everyone knows the you know the consequences of being found out that you know you were gay okay so that it, it's not you're throwing it around right unless you you know you really want to end up in a gulag or worse you know they're not kids Right, so this is a pressing thing. But we do kind of get this, hmm, I don't know, it, it, it's like a disregard, right? It's a disregard for the consequences, which I just don't know if I fully believe. Right? Because, look, yes, you know, you might be like, oh, I really want to be with this person. That, understand, right? But you kind of feel that they probably would have been more discreet, right? Just more discreet. Because the way a lot of the stuff goes down is pretty much in the open, right? You kind of feel like, well, anyone can burst in. Like, anyone could see. Which, yeah, you're then both literally fucked. You know what I mean? It's not a, oh, you goofy guys. What are you doing? Ah, you know, you pair of rascals. You know, it's not that. That's not what's going to happen. So... There, there is that aspect of the film which does seem a little bit like i don't know i don't know and i, I kind of feel as well that the louisa aspect of it it's not 
really, I don't know, maybe I missed it, but I don't think it's overt her you know, feelings for Romac. Right, that that's not necessarily there. And then you have this friendship, you know, Sergey and Louisa, the childhood friends, friends forever. So you kind of then wonder about Sergey's actions. Now, listen, you, you get a lot of it, right? It, you know what I mean? You're in love and all of this kind of thing. But then also, right, he loves his best friend. So there is that, right? Because you're thinking, well, you are messing with your best friend. You know, so there's kind of this weird thing going on that's not really explored, like not really talked about. And towards the end, there's this, there is this thing that happens, which oh, just seems a little cold, right? It just seems a little rub-in-your-face kind of thing rather than, you know, anything else, which is a little bit weird, right? But, um, yeah, I don't, yeah it's, it's hard to, you know, it's hard to say, right? Because, I think, if this was any other time and place, it would be more, yeah, you know, fine. I, you know, yeah, I can see these actions happening. But in a country like, you know, Estonia, which was occupied by Russia at the time, that makes it a bit harder. You know, that makes it harder to believe that people would be so lax you're so lax in what they're doing because yeah the consequences are dire it's not fun right and the funny thing at the end of the film it does say look it's like um you know the the, the law was changed in 93 but then it was changed back, <laughs> you know what I mean, in, in 2017, I think it is. No, 2007, something, right? I forget. But, yeah, Putin changed it back. You know, so it, it's always been a bit iffy. There's a, you have to be mad cautious, right? So, um, yeah, with all of that, I do I don't know, it, it just bugged me a little bit, bugged me a little bit, ain't gonna lie, but as I said, look, shot-wise, it's well put together, it's definitely, you know, well um, crafted, you know, just the, the scenery, just the, the look, the, the staging of it all, it's all believable, it does seem like they're on an army base, or they're in an acting studio, they're, you know I mean, everything, you'd be like, yeah, 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 I see that, I get that, yeah, I'm, I'm in it, you know, they pulled me into the story in that context, you know, so we got decent acting from our, our people, though, um, 
again sometimes the whole the love situation and the affections the emotions aren't always i don't know they i didn't feel sometimes it was quite right or it's like people are looking at each other way too long you hear me it's just like okay someone's gonna think that look is weird right and your current situation i don't know if you're gonna be doing that right so yeah it, it, it's that but listen if you don't overthink shit like myself then i'm, I'm sure you'll be fine with it right <laughs> so um yeah this is for people that like you know a true story a film that is um kind of a war-based kind of thing it's not fully but it's kind of you know um so yeah if that's your bag then um yeah this could be for you you know an atonement type of type of deal you know uh so this is you know luckily enough is available with closed caption and audio description so yeah you can you know watch it on b on bfi player in that fashion if you uh, choose to and it is available up until 11:59 on sunday the 28th of march so if you want a little real life people you know what i mean if you want to watch a a love story you know that was born on an army base in the cold cold estonia then firebird yeah that very well could be for you I have to say, right, when I saw, you know, Rebel Dykes, right, the thing that comes to mind is, um, you know, Biggie, right? Kick in the doorway with the 4-4, Papa said, Mama, don't live here no more. I think I got that wrong, but anyway, you know what I mean? Because this is just some crazy-ass documentary just all up in your face man <laughs> all up in your face right just um yeah a little history lesson on um you know the whole res rebel dykes um yeah revolution as it were you know what i mean it, it's great because like the whole piece it starts off real grainy you know real grainy bad sound flickering picture and then it kind of gets into it all right and it's yeah it's interesting right so it the the team behind it right it co-directed by harry shanahan and um Shion Williams. Shion? Shion. I think that's how you say it, right? S-I-A-N. Shion? 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 I I don't know. Um now Siobhan 
Fayi, Fayi, Fayi. Oh, it's another one with the names, man. Sean Fayi produced it. Uh, Whitney is the sound recordist. Elliot, composer. And Hannah did the title designs. Right? And the, the gist of this all is this. So Rebel Dykes tells the story of a bunch of kick-ass young dykes who find each other in post-punk London and curve out a rebellion that has been detonating ever since. Using interviews, original music, animation and archive, Rebel Dykes recreates the lives of a group of friends who met at Greenham Common Peace Camp, returning to London, they fight, love and live together, finding the freedom and power to live out their politics and create their own world. Their first fight is for a home, they squat empty London properties, to create an outlaw lesbian family living on the fringes and in the cracks. They fight culture wars, forming post-punk bands and making zines. Fierce fashion and fuck you art. They fight for an inclusive sex positive feminism, starting sex and fetish clubs, and finding ways around anti-pornography laws. They fight homophobia on the front lines of AIDS protests and abseil into the House of Lords to protest the anti-gay policies of Section 28. They fight poverty and repression in the poll tax riot, helping to bring down the Thatcher government. Oh dear, looping forward we find out how their battles continue to shape cultural movements and queer history and young queer people discuss what the Rebel Dyke story means to them today. Irrelevant, anarchic, fierce, funny and above all free. The Rebel Dykes of 1980s London waged battles which are still burning, but their story has never been told. Now, in their 50s and 60s, and still fighting, the film lets us hear firsthand about the world they created while we still can. <laughs> oh dear, it is amusing, right? Now, um, I say that because it's just, you know, with with lines like, you know, they they um, yeah, they they bringing down the Thatcher government. I mean, <laughs> like they were there. Like it, it, it's not really down to them. <laughs> you know, there was a a whole different things that brought down that terrible government. Right? <laughs> but, I mean, that's the fun thing, you know. History is written by, you know, the people with the pens, as it were. And, um, yeah, 
I think that's the thing that you do, right? You don't necessarily have to, um, you know, believe everything you read or hear, but it's always interesting to hear it, you know, and I, I kind of feel that there is a lot in, um, you know, in these sorts of things that you can take on board, right? So with this documentary, you know, just on its own, there is a, a lot that you kind of find out, right? It, it, it's, um, it's kind of crazy, just some of the stuff that went down, you know? I think I know the club they're talking about in in uh, Vauxhall, because I used to work in Vauxhall. So, you know, fr you I think it's like this old, um, looks like a fire station. And I remember the first time, I'm thinking, what's a fire station? That's a weird place for a fire station. And then as I would tell, oh, it's not a fire station, it's a, it's a gay club, right? And that made more sense in where it was, because I'm just like, I don't know how the fire trucks would get out of there. <laughs> so I think that is the spot where chain reaction took place. You know, so yeah, you find out about what is chain reaction, you know? And I think it, it's always interesting when you, you know, you, you learn about, like different groups and times and periods and things and how there is suddenly all this infighting right when the group itself is fighting for recognition you know fighting for acceptance and then within that group it suddenly fractions off and you've got all these different people, well, we're this, and we're that, and blah, blah, blah. you know, you'd be like, yo, people, chill, chill, you know what I mean, you, you don't want to fracture off, right, you, you are making it easier for people to subvert you that way, right, but yeah, it, it's one of those things that always happens, but you find out about that, right, how some groups, like the whole I think when they're talking about um, dildos, you know, because I think you you see those old, old, old films, and yeah, you, you remember, you see dildos and things like that with the balls on them, but yeah, obviously now, they're just more, um, ugh, would you, would you, cylinder, spherical, I don't know, like, you know, they don't have anything like that on the bottom of them, right? And you, I don't think you ever really think about it, right? You just feel like, eh, all right, well, that's a thing, you know? But, um, yeah, then you, you, like, this kind of breaks it down and be like, oh, well, they wanted them like this. And you're like, yeah, I mean, that makes sense, right? Like, the whole thing makes a lot of sense, but it's not something that you would necessarily... You know, if you're not using them, you're not thinking about that sort of thing, right? So it's like, oh, okay, right, yeah, obviously. You know what I mean? If you don't want to have sex with men, why would you want to put, a, you know what I mean, a penis into yourself, right? 
doesn't make sense. You know, really? So, um, yeah, it's just stuff like that that this kind of tells you about. Like that whole Greenham community thing. I have no clue about that. I think mean, there's a lot of the stuff that you just don't know. You know, you know about Stonewall and um, certain things. But yeah, just like, you know, the whole Greenham thing. Like, on an army base, just seems insane. It is like, if you were setting up a communion, one of the last places would be an army base. Like, yeah, I, I want to stay fully clear of people with guns. You know what I mean? Fully clear, you know? But I think it it does... Um, yeah, I, I, I think you look at movements and there's definitely movements that could get away with certain things and others that couldn't, right? It's a, it's a, yeah, it's an odd thing, man, when you kind of look at this sort of stuff and the way it all plays out. But, you know, I think seeing the footage of a lot of these women back in the day and then them talking now... And, you know, you can see that some of the views have changed a little and they've drifted more over to a certain side and things like that. It's interesting. And I, I think it's also interesting how they would, you know, getting back to the whole Greenham thing, how they were talking about that it was kind of split into sections. And then one of them was just like, oh, yeah, and that colour gate, that was, um, well, it's the one closest to the pub. <laughs> You know what I mean? Because a lot of us just wanted to just go and drink. Like, we didn't really care about all the other stuff, right? And that sort of honesty is always, like, it, it, I think it makes you more receptive to things, right? Because sometimes you, you watch a thing and everyone's talking as if, you know, because hindsight is always, is always easier to be like, oh yes, when we did this, and our, our whole mindset was when really it was just like, you know, we just wanted to drink, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? So you're watching it and it's just like, oh, okay, all right, well, that was interesting. And then, you know, the, talking about the whole AIDS thing, and because I do remember that, right? Because it was just, you know, you're saying, like, people thought, you know, they were self-righteous because they were like, oh, you know, we can't get AIDS. You know, so there's, like, misconceptions, but then, you know, certain viewpoints alienate you. So you're getting all of that sort of insight from this, which, yeah, I, I think it's interesting. When it's all in one place, as it were. Right, because you know, you hear fragments of information here and there, and blah blah blah, and then it's just like, oh, ah. So when you when you look at it as a mass rather than in fragments, like things make more sense. I am very surprised about the whole plane thing, right? I am surprised their asses got away with that because that that's just insane just insane it's kind of insane the fact that they were able to do it in the first place i mean it's crazy and then just talking about yeah the, the, you know the club 
and the viewpoints on SMM, SN, SNM, 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 yes, all of that, all of that kind of thing, and how, you know, a group of other women break in and start beating them up, right, which is odd, but it doesn't make any sense, right, you're, you, if you're trying to demonstrate SM and you're saying that you know it is promoting violence against women but the way you protest that is by beating up women kind of invalidates your whole platform right there like what are you doing that's insane right you know the whole bookstore thing um yeah I think that's an interesting thing as well, right? Because there are just, you know, I remember there was so many laws, right? On what could be shown and what can be sold and all of this kind of thing. Because I remember how some of that kind of bled into comic books, you know, and certain comic, you had the comic code and, you know, there's certain comics that couldn't, you know, be sold and all of this. So, yeah, there was definitely that thing. So, I think some bookshops not having certain stuff is is more on a case of, yeah, they're not trying to get closed down, <laughs> you know, rather than you're against it, right? But I think when you don't do something, you kind of all get you know, piled into the same bucket, as it were, but, yeah, it's, um, yeah, I think Rebel Dykes, it is, it's interesting, right, it's an interesting piece, looking at all of this different stuff, you know what I mean, looking at all of this different stuff, and then how they view it now, right, I'm, it's like, sometimes, um, it's definitely biased as hell, <laughs> you know what I mean, it's definitely biased, so, you know, maybe a, a third party not completely attached could give a more leveled approach to it all, but even though, right, I think even though it is, you know, tinged with the old biased brush still interesting right I, I think it still gives you a a solid look into this whole period and a lot of the things that went on and you know how they were viewed within that culture because when they're just talking about the whole sex you know, like, uh, some people were trying to be like, oh, you shouldn't do this, and, you, you know, you shouldn't do that, and it's just like, whoa, you know, it's crazy, but it makes you also, right, I think if everyone just watched these sort of things, you would, I think people would just understand that, listen, take away the title, right, take away the title Rebel Dykes, and if you just took out certain words, you could apply a lot of, 
you know what people are talking about the suppression and the you know the the the, the uh, stigmatization and all of that you could apply it to so many different groups right so many different groups go through the same thing so it's it's weird when you have them all at each other's throats right because hey everyone's in the same boat to some extent you know so i think it is interesting as well from that point of view because you get to you can look at it and be like yeah that's kind of similar to that and bum 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 and like huh why are they arguing about that makes no sense because they're they're all their end goal is the same thing <laughs> i mean their end goal is the same thing right and i think looking at a lot of them now and you know they're they're in happy relationships and married and blah 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 right it, it does kind of you know especially you know with the catholic church just coming out and going we don't believe in you know same-sex marriage we won't let you just like oh people how foolish are you right because look they're all happy all of these people are happy you know what I mean? It's not like they're all miserable. They're all happy. So it's just live and let live. Let people do whatever they want to do. You know? So I think, listen, if you, yeah, if you're curious, right? If you're interested to know, like, what was it like back in the day? You know what I mean? Like, what is the whole, yeah. Does they explain the whole butch and, um, oh gosh, what is the term? What are they saying? Butch and femme? Something like that, right? But they, they kind of break it down a bit more, right? Because I think there's the assumption of butch and femme, but then they kind of, yeah, give a new insight into all of that as well so yeah if you're kind of curious about all of this stuff you you're not quite sure right oh, so what was the thinking behind and how did that then i think rebel dykes you know i mean that can fill you in on a lot of stuff it, it, it's just interesting right i do really like the integration of the whole animation and all of that Right, I, I thought that was, uh, yeah, that was all, um, it was interesting, right? It, it, yeah, it makes you go, ah, interesting, nice. So, yeah, I think it's, um, it is definitely worth a look, you know? Definitely worth a look, and like everything else that is currently playing, um, it is available in closed captions and audio description, right? And you can uh, watch it up until 11.59 on Sunday the 28th of March. This film is definitely an 18. <laughs> it is definitely an 18, right? Because, yeah, there's clips and you know there's a lot of stuff that you see 
right? But not in a gratuitous way, you know what I mean? Nothing sleazy or anything like that, but, you know, it's storytelling, right? So they're just telling you how it was and what went on. So, um, yeah, if you want to, you know, find out what happened on ground one, ground one, no, the ground level, yes, the ground level, then go check out Rebel Dykes. Boom. It's now playing, people. Okay, people. So, yes, we are done. Hope you enjoyed it. Another two very interesting films. Remember, check the episode information for all the links and, um, you know, and know how and what to do and go to the bfi website the youtube social media all of that jazz because you will be able to you know engage in talks and all the other great events that are happening all right and see what else is out there some films are selling out people so you do not want to miss out all right until tomorrow peace